Basically, could you describe where you're at as far as this issue is concerned and why there is this drive to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas? Well, simply put, the law is just not being followed at the border. Um, You know, we are being overrun, absolutely overrun by uh, illegal immigration, by illegal immigrants uh, on the southern border. And uh, it's just completely out of hand. And the fact of the matter is, is the federal government is just not enforcing the laws that we have on the books. And it, it has got to change. And Mayorkas is, is, you know, is the head of that. And uh, it's a dereliction of duty. And so we're moving forward with these articles of impeachment for him. And, and I do support it. What are the chances that if the House does approve his impeachment that this gets passed in the Senate right now? Is this kind of a, uh, a, a doomed uh, prospect uh, that this won't go any far or any further in the Senate? Well, it's hard to tell at this point, to be quite honest with you. There are a lot of people on the Senate side um, that, that are both Republican and Democrats that feel the same way. You know, this is... It's just absolutely outrageous what we're seeing happening. And it's not just with the illegal immigrants that are coming into the United States, flooding into the United States. It's the fentanyl problem, um, the, the the drug issues that, that are coming across the border, and it's affecting every state in the nation. This isn't just about um, Texas and Arizona and New Mexico and California. This is affecting every single state in the nation. And it, we have got to get this under control. And the president and his administration just refuses to enforce the law. Now, what happens if Mayorkas is impeached and removed from office? How is that going to help uh, with the immigration issues? What do you see? Well, it's hard to tell, but obviously it's going to send a strong message to the administration that they uh, they need to enforce the law. Um, You know, we hear all this talk about immigration um, reform or, or, you know, trying to uh, do something different. But the fact of the matter is all we have to do is in laws that we have on the books. We don't need immigration reform. We just want people to come to the United States legally and not do it illegally. You know, we had we had we've had since the president took over, we've had about one and a half million gotaways. Um, these are individuals that have come into the United States and we have not been able to uh, to catch them. Um, not to mention that we also have We've had several um, individuals come across the border um, that are on the terrorist watch list. Now, these are individuals that have been caught. The problem is, is we don't know how many that are on the terrorist watch list that were not caught. And so it's just something that is just completely out of hand. It's completely out of hand, and the administration has got to start um, enforcing the law. Well, right now there is a bill that is uh, not uh, that is kind of uh, staying in place right now in the House. It was a bipartisan bill that uh, passed in the Senate uh, that deals with immigration issues, and President Biden has said he's willing to work and compromise on this issue. Uh, ba- looking at that bill, what more needs to be done? What needs to be included in this bill before it will pass in the House? I'll be honest with you. I don't think we need a bill. Again, we just need to enforce the laws that we already have. It's illegal to enter the United States um, unless you have a proper visa, whether that's a student visa, a tourist visa, a work visa. Um, it's illegal to enter the United States. Or you can also come in if you want to be a citizen. But this is 
this is illegal immigration. And I don't know what part of illegal some people in, in Washington, D.C. don't understand is simply illegal. And, I, you know, we keep hearing all of this talk again about, you know, immigration reform, immigration reform. But let's just let's just enforce the laws that we have. And that's just simply not being done right now. Well, let's talk about another issue. Uh, we heard it on ABC News uh, before we did the interview. Uh, there is uh, action, of course, uh, in Congress regarding a child tax credit bill. It did pass in the House yesterday. Uh, what was your particular stance on, on this bill? What are your thoughts on it? Um, it's in the overall tax package that we are putting together, and it does several things. Um, it is something that I support, very much support, um, the child tax credit. Extending that is part of it. There's also um, other provisions in there. For instance, it's going to be very important to farm um, allowing for 100% expensing when it comes to uh, uh, buying new machinery, new equipment. There's also the R&D tax credit that's in there when it comes to um, businesses uh, that are investing in you know new technology, new products, that sort of thing. So there's a lot involved in this, and it's basically an extension of the tax bill that we passed uh, a few years ago. How is this bill going to help, uh, number one, businesses that are still trying to recover from COVID-19 and the shutdowns that took place? And number two, uh, businesses, industries, and, and regular people are still trying to cope with inflation and some of the economic pressures we're seeing. Well, when it comes to inflation, obviously, if we extend these uh, um, these tax credits that are already in place, it's going to be a big help to them because right now those many of those have expired. So um, we need to get them back in place, make sure that they are extended, and uh, and be able to uh, to move forward. So that's you know that's probably um, the biggest help in terms of COVID nineteen. The unfortunate part is, is we've lost so many businesses already, and it's certainly not going to help the businesses that um, have already had to uh, close their doors as a result of that. Um, but those businesses that have been able to hang on, uh, it's certainly going to help those. Um, one other thing we wanted to touch on this morning, you are the uh, chairman of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, and there is a bill uh, that was announced, uh, a measure to improve uh, Interstate 70, a more than $92 million grant to reconstruct uh, more than 190 miles of I-70 across Missouri. What areas would this grant cover? Or what are some of the main areas that need to be renovated along I-70 in northern Missouri? Well, this is an initiative that the governor has pursued and the legislature has supported. And so we're doing everything we can, I am, uh, to find dollars, uh, federal dollars, to be able to support that. So what it's going to do, there's, there's basically several phases in the process, but the first phase is going to be widening I-70 in Kansas City and in St. Louis. And those are two areas that we're going to direct uh, money toward. And it's going to be able to, what it'll do is offset the money that the state's going to put in and, and allow them to do even further work uh, in some of the areas in between, uh, for instance, Columbia and Kansas City and Columbia and, and St. Louis. So um, very proud to be able to get that money and, and be able to work through it. It was uh, it was a grant that, uh, that uh, we pursued. This is a program that was put together way back in 2016. Uh, a grant program, and that's where we've been pursuing the dollars for that. But it's it's going to be good for the entire state, not to mention the country. I-70 is hugely traveled, whether that's 
you know, with uh, uh, freight that moves across the country or just people going back and forth to, uh, um, you know, to, to St. Louis and Kansas City or the, our kids, you know, going to the University of Missouri. Um, I-70 is so heavily used. Um, we're trying to do everything we can to get that widened all the way across the state. So it's going to be a good thing. Hopefully there'll be a lot of traffic from KMA land heading to see the Royals and the Cardinals uh, this season. But, Congressman, we thank you very much for being with us this morning. Uh, Thank you for your time, and we will talk to you again real soon. Have a good rest of the day now. Thank you, Mike. That's Northern Missouri Congressman Sam Graves on the morning line on KMA.